What's up, everybody? Good morning. This is podcast Apollo Radio, episode four. I am joined today with special guest Dino, or Dino. What's up, Dino? Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. So he is actually one of the best Ana support players in the game. So uh, no need to be modest, Dino. Um, He has actually hit top ten, so... I brought him onto the show today to basically get your competitive insight on the state of the game, the meta, and kind of how things are sitting, maybe in the competition, because I know you joined a team recently. And I, f- I want to kind of see like what you think of like the OWL coming out and just what the Tier 2 teams are doing um, around that and just kind of how that game is right now. So... Um, Maybe uh, you can start off by just telling them a little bit about who you are and uh, we'll get some context. Hello everyone, my name is Dino or Hunter. I've been playing the game since launch. I've been multiple seasons top 500. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Nothing really else to say about me. And I'm on a team as well, Savages. Very cool. So, Savages. Um, I, I know they like remade their roster recently. Is it like a brand new roster? Completely brand new roster. Everything's new about it. That's pretty cool. So, it's a team to look out for, for sure. Um, so, so what kind of stuff, I guess, can you see from, like, this season? Um, how, how has this season been as far as comp ladder, which isn't really relevant to the comp scene, but how has the overall season been for you with all the changes coming through? For me personally, it hasn't been too lenient as well as mercy being a must pick in every single form yeah i've heard zen mercy but never Anna. i've heard that her pick rate has gone up to like 90 percent in gm yeah she's picked 90 100 percent on console that's actually insane and it makes sense because console it's like it's so easy to play here in, in a lot of situations so yeah um so are you the famous like mercy main hater? Do you still do you still try to play Ana in this meta or what what do you like I what kind of picks? Ana. Like the it's majority TBS of the time? Or or? Oh, okay. Both probably. Gale kinda does something similar, correct? Like with the uh Yeah, you play Soldier mostly, I think. Soldier, yeah. I see some Ana. Um, Mercy's so strong. How are you doing as far as like rank goes? Not that that matters too much, but just the average. Forty-three. Yeah, that's pretty good. I got to around like I was sitting at like forty-two, and I just kind of stayed around there for most of the beginning of the season. But then I moved, so I haven't played in a month. Man, it sucks. Mm-hmm. But that uh. Sucks. You probably decayed. Yeah, I'm probably like thirty-eight hundred now or something. <laughs> How is the Halloween event? <laughs> That's cool. Any favorite skins, like for Ana or? Uh, I like the pirate one. It's I love that one so much. It's one of my new favorite skins besides Ghoul. Ghoul is the one on the Chinese New Year one, right? With the uh, mask. No, that was last Halloween. Oh okay. Yeah, Ana has some pretty creative skins, I think. Um. So any any tips on like learning Ana or um just mechanical? 
mechanically aiming, like any advice you could give for our audience as one of the top Ana players? Yeah, most of Ana is mostly just hit scan projectile with a combination of those two. If you yeah. just know how to aim really, really well on just teammates, it's about it. If the better you are at aiming, the better you are at healing your team, as well as a combination of getting the most utility out of your bio grenades from hitting uh, four of your allies with one enemy in there, or a four-to-one ratio of a negative with two po- four positives. It just makes it really easy. Yeah, so I guess one of the goals, I guess, especially if the other team has an Ana, it would be to have more APM and just be putting out more than the other Ana, and also maybe denying her even. Do you yep, some- that's pretty much how you play Ana. You have to out-snipe or out heal the other Ana, but now that it's all mercy, it's yeah, all reses. <laughs> yeah, reses. They they up to res range too. That's got to be kind of annoying. No, did they? Uh, they doubled it on the PTR. Uh, that's probably gonna get reverted, most likely. Yeah, so they doubled her res range, and obviously the whole rework. Um, how has her rework been? Just kind of like. Mercy mains are even more annoying now to deal with, or... It's most of it's just, like... DPS being revived every 30 seconds? Yeah, pick heroes being the main, just, factor of how bad it is. If you're playing a Widowmaker, you get a pick, res goes out. You have to target the tanks, you shouldn't be targeting DPS anymore. If you can just keep killing those tanks, you'll get a lot of ult charge, even though they res them. Yeah, yeah, you get so much ult charge, especially if they're already in a bad situation to begin with, and you can focus fire, I think that's going to make a huge difference. That's, yeah. I'm actually a Mercy player myself, uh, I hate to admit that, because you probably, like, respect me less, <laughs> but, uh, so, so as Mercy, it's like, it's always my job. I know I, I win probably like 90% of the games that I outperform the other Mercy. Like if I can just like double their healing, which can happen a lot in GM actually. Like if I'm playing like really well and also my DPS are playing well too. I can like aggressively pocket. And a lot of Mercies, they don't really damage boost at all either. Like, they don't know that right-click exists. So that, that already gives me an advantage going in, I think, um, with playing Mercy. Um, are there any advantages that you see playing Ana in certain situations? Like, when would you pick Ana? When is, like, the better situation to be able to do that? The, fun- the funny thing is, picking Ana is, om- like, almost never. Just the, you, She's literally just a Mercy, except without res at this point in time. After they took away her damage, she hasn't been really doing much besides healing and denying healing. That's about it. But that's still not enough. Even though the, yeah. if a bio goes out on an enemy target and that target dies because it because of the negated healing, she can just res it. I, pers- not that good. I personally think they should revert the uh, damage nerf. Maybe yeah, halfway or something. Should, yeah, to 70. Like 70 would be good. Yeah. What is it uh, currently? Do you know? It's 60. Oh my gosh. So that it takes like three hits to kill even a tracer. Yeah, pretty much. Well, well if you have a really good nade or sleep or something, you can kind of get away with it. But like if a Genji, Tracer, and a Winston dive you, it's like hard to peel from that unless you have your whole team yeah. collapse. 
Yeah, and comp, you, if, unless somehow your team all cooperates with you on a dive, it's not going to work out. Yeah. And the thing about Mercy that I like and I think why she's just so popular right now is she is very like she is very um hard to kind of collapse on with the dive meta and traditionally people would say that's like the complete opposite like Mercy's so easy to dive and and you know pick off the team but if you're playing really well and using line of sight well and also when they use their movement abilities to get to you and you already have your escape already like mapped out in your head it makes her like one of the most annoying like um characters to deal with in my opinion lucio is kind of similar in that that type of respect where he can just kind of juke around the wall or whatever to um kind of avoid everything but still draw aggro from the team so i think um that just makes like support characters really hard to deal with and ana and like zenyatta are like easier kind of to more priority targets sometimes and also easier to kill so yeah after they they got rid of Mercy's mobility, same with Lucio's as well. So she's much easier to kill, but... That's good to know. nerfing her on the PTR after you res, it doesn't reset your Guardian Angel. So that's something to see in the future. Yeah. You're much less mobile. So I guess we'll segment into uh, what you think about the competitive scene and how is the Overwatch League playing out for the teams that aren't... Uh, in it yet and also the teams that are in it like I know and and I guess it's it's fun to point out for some of the audience like that doesn't really play overwatch that there is a player in overwatch his name is Sinatra you know Sinatra obviously um he plays for energy currently right correct me if I'm wrong energy so he got signed to this team that's owned by Shaquille O'Neal um and this guy basically got a $65,000 a year contract just to play esports. And that's base. Like, that's not even the rewards or any of the tournament earnings or um, past that. It's not any of the, uh, what you call it. It's, it's not any of the um, stuff he makes from streaming or, or sponsorship endorsements or anything. Yeah, I thought it's 150000 a year for him. Oh, he got a 150k contract. Yeah, so um, just to, yeah. just to like create some context for how big esports is for my audience that's maybe like more into marketing or investing, that's the type of money that's being dished out um, more and more like each day and each week as soon as new tournaments and information for the Overwatch League is announced. And the Overwatch League, I found out that the date, the official date for it is, uh, like, December, like, 13th or something like that. I don't know, like, the exact date, but it's in December, so something to look forward to for the preseason. Yeah, and then we still have Contender Season 2 as well. That's going to be starting yeah. soon. Do you know if there's That's open good. qualifiers for that? No, it's, it's invite only. It's invite only. Yeah, that's, that's something to look forward to. That's what Fifi was telling me, which is kind of cool because if you have your spot already, then you you're good to go. If yeah. not, you're in trouble. <laughs> but the only way you're going to be able to get into contender, uh, contender season two is if you play in the ESL Open. That's about it. Yeah, so it's pretty much off limits to anyone who isn't signed up for that um, for season two, which I think was August to. 
I think it's a two-month season, so it's like August to... I think it ended already. Yeah, it ended, so the new one's starting soon. Yeah, so you pretty much have to win open or, like, place second or something, and then you get, like, an invite into contenders or at least a chance to qualify or something like that, if I remember. So that's pretty cool because it reminds me a little bit of the LCS where you have the Challenger League and then you have the... uh, the LCS, and then you have, like, the World Playoffs or whatever. So I think they're trying to do something like that, and I'm really excited for it. Yeah, so I think Contenders is going to be, like, a stage for people to scout other players. That's what it was before, though, for Season 1 for the OWL. Yeah. I think they'll just start scouting players out from Contenders and bring them into the OWL that way. It's like a a foot of the A gateway, yeah. You have to go through the gatekeeper of the contenders to make it. So that's pretty good insight. Um, what do you think as a player that currently isn't in the OWL? Like, what do you? What is your ambition to get there? Is it like uh, of big importance to you, or is it more of like, oh, it's like not really going to happen, so I'm not really putting all my um, bet on it? Or how does it play out in your mind as a one of the top players? For me. I think it's going to go places. I, I believe it will. It's just like from... it's Right now, the OWL is catered around because it's not region-locked. All the best players in the game. Anywhere in the world. So they're bringing those players in first. And then from there, they have nothing, no basis to go off. Like Players like me have no basis to show anyone else. I have nothing to show for it. Yeah. I've shown that I've hit ranks, but that's it. They don't care about that. They care about strip, like team, the team aspect of the game. Yeah, tournament performance as well plays somewhat of a factor. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty good insight. Um, And I think there will be more opportunity in the future for that. Uh, What do you think about the importance of, like, branding and streaming uh, to try to build a name for yourself um, as far as, like, getting spotted or, you know, scouted to one of these teams? Branding and streaming will help most definitely. It will be... It's pretty much selling yourself at that point. Yeah. But it's not going to help you get into the, You need to find a team. Yeah, a team so that you can perform with. So they're really looking for performance, pretty much. It's not, not necessarily like branding um, 100%. Like, it does have a factor into it, but it's more team performance. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well... I think that's all I wanted to talk about for the most part. Just kind of like what you think about the OWL coming up. Are there any teams that you're looking out for or or, um, rooting for? Um, As of right now, it should probably NRG. NRG? Yeah. um, I like Dallas Fuel a lot because um, I was always big fans of uh, Envious. They're they're one of my favorite teams, and then I met the Rogue Manager last night, dude, at the Nerd. So I'm basically fans of Rogue now because the guy the guys were really cool. So um, that was that was cool getting to meet them. And also, Soon's like a god tracer, but I don't think he's on the lineup anymore. Uh, they're they're saying they're like remaking their roster for contenders, so that's exciting news. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I'm waiting to see like who they bring in. They're both DPS, right? AKM is DPS as well? Uh, I think so. I don't check too much on Road to Roster. Yeah, I know Soon is DPS, and they're 
soon and AKM are um, uh, leaving and going overseas, so they have to like reconstruct the roster apparently. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of excited to see all of these player trades that go through and like who exactly gets in. And then it's it's going to be fun to see like the branding around each team and how they build their fan bases. Um that 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 type that type of stuff is interesting to me as far yeah, as I'm like because these are like city teams, region or not region locked for season one, but they're they have themes of every city and uh, like Shanghai, Seoul, Korea, um, San Francisco, L.A. So it, it's really interesting to see this type of um, support for esport. So I think it's really going to bring it to the next level. Like simply yeah, I put, agree. I'm excited for the team skins that are coming out probably. That's going to be cool. <laughs> yeah, have you seen the Dallas Fuel Genji one? Yeah, bro. It, it has like this slick light blue, right? Yeah, with the Dallas Fuel logo on the middle of his chest. It's so badass. I'm excited for that. Um, okay, so I guess closing out, is there anything you would like the audience to know? or And also, where can they find you on social media and Twitch? closing out though just like keep your eyes on contenders in overwatch league that's going to be where a lot of the action is going to be happening most likely and then for finding me it's most likely just at twitch.tv slash dynomon and uh twitter it's dynomon1 dynomon1 and for those audience it's d-i-n-o-m-u-n on twitch and then you add a one to it for twitter Awesome. Well, I, uh, what, is there anything you would like to ask um, f- the uh, listeners? Question Not of really. the day? Nope. Nothing comes to mind? Okay. Yeah, no. All right. Well, that is our show. Um, I just want to ask, what is going to be your favorite skin coming out from the teams once they release them? Um, what are, What type of skins are you currently looking forward to? Hoping for a Zenyatta or an Ana one. That would be pretty cool. I want a Symmetra one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know who actually would play Symmetra in the Overwatch League, though. So you never know. Might not happen. If it were to be as someone, though, it would probably be like Primus or something, or <laughs> myself, maybe. Maybe. One day I'll be there. You'll be there too, obviously. Probably a lot sooner, but um, there's a lot of opportunity that's going to be coming up. So, a lot to look forward to in the scene. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening to Apollo Radio Episode 4. This is the daily podcast around our agency. I hope you guys have a great day. Sorry, this one was a little bit later. You can follow our social media at Apollo Agency GG on. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful day. Hey guys, it is Mars Zerksa. I just want to let you guys know that we have a Discord chat server where there's voice and chat rooms that you can be a part of and join for more info and joining our team. I have now included that link in the description as well as 
in the Anchor FM bio. Thank you, guys.